again Liberia will rise again again Liberia will rise again uh, my brothers and sisters yes indeed uh, we agree with that song Liberia will rise again uh, again I want to say welcome to Dark Kingdom Church and Society bringing God's kingdom here on earth and today is a very interesting topic because I've just started the Liberia Enlightenment series enlightening our people and before I can enlighten our people about who we are and where we came from so today's series is focused on me who am I finding my identity as a son of the Basa people of Liberia so we're going to be doing a little brief a little bit of history today and we're going to I want to identify myself who I am as I take you to the Liberia Enlightenment series on Sunday I launched the Liberia Enlightenment movement uh, Facebook page is a movement that will empower and enlighten our people for us to rise again we ought to know who we are where did we come from what is our history do we know our complete and full history that's the question we need to be asking ourselves as federal Liberians as we go through this time of enlightenment and as you know as usual I like to be able to share some different different powerpoints with you and driving the point and discussion we are about to have here today again I want to say welcome to Dark in Account Church and Society I'll be right on there with my PowerPoint as we go through our PowerPoint for today again as I said if you just stopping by I want to say welcome to Dark in Account Church and Society Now we take a deep now Dark in the Come Church and Society by Reverend Davis. And today's topic, Arcus Freud on Dark in the Come. Who am I? Finding my identity as a Liberian and a son of the Basa tribe. The Basa people are very unique people. Most of us do not know the history of the Basa people. Where do we come from? where can we trace our identity and our root and as we go through the enlightenment series as we go through liberia i want for us liberians to be able to start tracing our identity and our root when we know our story when we know our history when we know our ancestors then we will be able to rise again because then we will realize at a point that that our people, our ancestors, they were resilient people. They were people of power. They were people of great integrity. They were educated people. Who am I? Finding my identity as a Liberian and son of the Basel tribe. Why am I launching the Liberia Enlightenment Movement? For my audience, I want you to know why am I launching this movement, the Liberia Enlightenment Movement. I want you to try and be part of this great movement. I believe this movement will help Liberia where it is today. When enlightened people come together, they can be able to bring about change. 
the enlightenment the enlightened people the motto for the enslavement is if anyone want to leave Liberia they must love Liberia more themselves like Jesus said if anyone want to be my disciples you must love me more than father and mother so if you want to leave Liberia if you want to be policy maker and change maker in Liberia our enlightenment movement say you must love Liberia more themselves as we go through the series, we will get to understand that there are so many of our leaders who did not love Liberia. Who did not love Liberia more than self. They love, they love self than Liberia. And let's go to why am I launching the Liberia Enlightenment Movement? Because we need to know our full history before we can rise to our true meaning as a nation. If we do not know our full history, if we do not know our faults and failures and look at them and come together on the table of brotherhood that Martin Luther King Jr. would say, until we can do that, it will be difficult for us to know the true meaning of our country and our people. Two, majority of us do not know who we are or our history. And that's the truth. Somebody will tell me, say, I did not do say, you know, what are you did service? I did service. But not much of our history is taught to us. Not too much of our history is taught to us. I had to get on my own path to find my own identity. I've had to get on my own path to understand my story and the story of the Liberian people. And the story of the Liberian people. That's how I've come to this point. I have to do many research. I have to study. And I'm still reading and studying to know my root. Here's a wonderful saying. You cannot understand Liberian history unless you understand the African slave trade in its totality. That was written by uh, a, 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 a researcher and journalist, professional journalist, Patrick Barreras. And I agree with him. To understand the Liberian history, you have to understand the transatlantic slave trade. You have to understand it. And I've been reading about the transatlantic slave trade. I've not just been reading about it. When I went to school of theology, when I read the first book about black theology, I decided to follow the path into black theology. So I got scholarship in African-American church, African and African-American church history, which is center of race relation in America and the transatlantic slave trade. So I've done deeper study into the slave trade. And through these studies, I was able to understand my birth country more clearly. So I agree with this statement. To understand the Liberian history, you ought to understand the African slave trade in its totality. That's a reality. That's a fact. To understand our history. I know the sad thing about it. I will bring some people on to discuss. Not today, but during this series. Some people are not much that informed to our history. I was listening to a recorder of Dr. Uh, Dr. 
that uh, uh, is by my family. And he made this powerful statement, which have been which which is key to enlightenment. And he said he met the Swedish ambassador, and the Swedish ambassador asked him, "What can I do for your country?" And this by my family said, "I want you to build many libraries in Liberia and put in good books, so Liberians can read and be able to engage from an informed perspective." So the enlightenment movement is calling and challenging you to be able to go through and seek and research your identity, your story, and who you are. Because when you do, you will know your potential. When you do, you will know where you want to go. But until then, my fellow Liberians, it will be difficult for us to rise to the true meaning of our nation. And yes, the next reason we need to know this. We need to know this. Liberia supply between eighty thousand to one hundred and fifty-five thousand four hundred and six. Not between and 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 one hundred and fifty-five thousand four hundred and six enslaved persons to the Americas. So you got to know the story. That our ancestors, the, the, not just the United States of America, but it was so true at the West Indians. Jamaica, all these areas, the West Indians, as far as Portugal, the first batch of people that were enslaved, that were captured, that were kidnapped, they were taken to, to Brazil. So as I even go through and finding the identity of who I am, and as a Liberian and son of the Basel tribe, they're going to trace uh, through that narrative. Here's a big question. The Basel people, our origin. I'm a Basel man, son of the Basel tribe. When the Anbasa Empire collapsed in the sixth century, migration movement went in all directions. So, if you haven't been following deeper history, you don't understand the the the, the, the Anbasa Empire was an empire that was somewhere around Ethiopia, Egypt, somewhere around there. The Anbasa Empire. They were the empire funded by our people, the Basa people. That was the Basa people empire. And after our, our empire collapsed, if you trace the collapse of our empire, you trace it to the Arabs invaders. After our empire fell, our people migrated. They migrated in all directions. Some of them went afar. They came far on the, on the west coast of Africa. And during those times, the west coast of Africa, it wasn't the west coast of Africa, it was, it was, it, it was the, the wind wild that it was referred to. They migrated all along that area. So today you find the Basel people in different, different countries. And in my earlier research, I realized that I, I traced the route that, uh, the Basa people in my other research, the, they were discovered in Brazil. But before we go there, let's go back to the Basa people. The Basa people, we come 
from the Mbasa Empire. So then the next question is, where did the builders of the Mbasa Empire, uh, of the Abasa came from? So those are built, those Basa people that built the Mbasa Empire, where did they come from? History teacher says they came from uh, 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 Kemet. And Kemet is ancient Egypt. If you go deep down into history, the 25th dynasty of Egypt was a black man. And he was a Basa man. The 25th dynasty of Egypt. He was a Basa man. If you go deep down into war history again, you'll find uh, that the Bas the, 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 that 25th dynasty ruled Egypt for a long period of time until the Arabs invaded their empire and they just spread away it again. So 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 I trace my route not just from the Ambassador Empire, but then it brought me down again to ancient Egypt. Kemet means the black land or land of the blacks. Depending on who you ask about the interpretation, the people of the ancient Kemet were black Africans people. This is important to know because Western society has been silent on Africa and its history. Egypt is the only country in Africa that has left a historical record in stone. That's why we know so much about the history of ancient Egypt. Today, but not interior Africa. The black African people ruled Egypt exclusively until one until 1650 BCE. This is a time when a mixed group of Asiatic people known as the Horsi invaded Egypt. So after our people ruled that whole time, they were invaded by 1650 BC. That statement is to recognize at this point that Egypt was, was distinctly black and African for thousands of years. Why is this important to note? Because people of the African diaspora need to recognize that they built the greatest civilization known to exist on this planet and that Africans has one of the most profound impacts in civilization in the, the world has never known. See, finding my identity, the Ambassador Empire will build people from ancient Egypt. And the 25th dynasty of Egypt was from the Basa trap. So, so, so looking at finding your identity and your value, see how transformative it is. We build a, a civilization that the world have never seen. So before, here we say, before that time, we ruled Egypt for thousands of years. So then, even the logic, even from, even from, from the perspective, if you go back to the biblical perspective, the angel told, the angel told Mary to take baby Jesus to Egypt, not to a different country. Have you thought about why the angel said Egypt and not to Asia? Because if Jesus goes to Egypt, he will blend into the dark family. It will be difficult for you to find him. Because then he will resemble all the black babies. You know, black babies are difficult to identify. 
So until, as I said, until we know who we are, our identity, our influence in this world, then Liberia will not rise again and Africa will not rise again. We must know who we are. And I must tell you, as a Liberian and as an African, we are resilient people. So we brought about civilization to the entire world. So the idea that African are barbarian people, that's a lie from hell. We built civilization. We built civilization. So I trace my Mbasa route from the Mbasa Empire, from the Mbasa Empire to ancient Egypt. So our root is deep. Our ancestors were kings and queens. And if you go deeper down into the history of the Basa people, we were influencers. Everywhere we went, we settled, we influenced the, 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 uh, the, the landscape, the economics, the political landscape. We took over. We have born leaders, our ancestors. So until we can know these things and know who we are, we will not be able to transcend what is going on is happening around the world and especially in our country, Liberia. Where can you find us in the world today? That's what I mean. Uh, the Basa people, you can find us so many places. You can find us in Nigeria. You got the, the Basa Nag Nope people of Nigeria. You find it in Cameroon. Then, if you go deep down into the Basa people of Cameroon, to tell you the way our ancestors were resilient people when colonization started, when they came, when the French, when it came to colonize Cameroon, it became difficult for them because the Basa people resisted and fought against them. But the reason our people lost, they had a higher military might than us. So you can find some of the Basa community in Africa. You can find it in Sierra Leone. You can also find them. You can also find them in Brazil. I will come to the Brazil part. Kind of confusing. In the West Indians. Remember from the beginning I told you that after the Ambassador Empire fell, there was great migration throughout. There was great, great migration throughout. Yeah, there was great migration throughout. There were great, great migration throughout. That's what happened. There were, there were a lot of migration going throughout. So we're going to come to the West Indians and how the Basel people ended in Brazil. Because from the Mbasa Empire, because from my other research, I was wondering, how can the Basa people, how can my people be in Brazil and the West Indians? And after the empire fell, it was sending part of Africa and they were able to move throughout the west coast of Africa. Which makes sense. So from my initial research, I thought somebody got a Kenya and they, they went afar, they took boats and went afar to Brazil. But no. The reason they end up in Brazil in the West Indian was because of slavery. So that's why I say 
you have to understand to understand our history the Liberian history you have to understand the Africa slave trade in its totality in its totality so then the question is you know you have to understand in its a totality so to go through where we come from then we talk about the Basa language and this is the interesting thing about the Basa language you see the Basa language which is called the Vash script as I go through my research the Basa language which is the Vash script it got introduced in Liberia in the early 1900s but before that there our ancestors they were using the Basa script and they started using it 500 BC so imagine the time so the Basa language is a very very ancient language the origin of the Basa alphabet are obscure it means in Basa is va which means to throw a sign the alphabet fell out of use in Liberia during the 19th century and in the 1900s a Basa by the name of Dr. Floor Devon Lewis discovered that former slaves of Basa origin living in Brazil and the West Indies were still using the Basa alphabet. Dr. Lewis had not encountered the alphabet before and after learning it himself he decided to try to revive the alphabet in Liberia. Thank you Dr. Lewis. Dr. Lewis graduated from Syracuse University. Dr. Lewis obtained a PhD in chemistry at Syracuse University, then returned to Liberia via Dresden, where he commissioned a company to manufacture the first ever printing press for material written in the Basa alphabet. In Liberia, he set up a school to teach the Basa alphabet. So imagine Basa people, the first printing press that the Liberian people ever saw or came into being in Liberia was from the Basa people. Originally, the Basa alphabet was written on slides with charcoal and the writing could be easily erased with a leaf called known as yan. Before people began to write with pencils in the early 1940s, the original writing direction was uh, was bustrophendance or alternative between to left and right and left to right but the alphabet had been written from left to right since the 1960s so this is just the earlier you know and we talk about the 1900s of the basel script that's it right here that's it right here so the Basa language is an Asian language. And it breaks my heart that some of us, we travel, we leave our country, and we find it difficult to even speak the Basa language again. Sometimes when I talk to people back home and my friends, and we start to speak the Basa, and when I was speaking the Basa, people wonder, oh, I didn't know you speak Basa. I said, oh, come on, put Basa, you got you. Say, yo, more Basa guy. The ancient root of the Basel script. 
Okay, I just gave you like the early 1900s. The Basel script is said to have been invented by 500 BC. And you know what happened 500 BC? You hear about the Persian Empire. Come on, that's when our people invented the script 500 BC. The Basel people of Cameroon, now uh, people from the Basel tribe in Cameroon are not doing deeper research and study to with evidence that the Basa people are the the Christian, the Egyptians that is in the Bible. They were the Basa people. They come from the Basa tribe. So the Basa tribe of Cameroon, some scholars are not doing deeper research tracing the root of the Basa people in relationship to ancient Israel. That's how deep it is. You know, even in the Bible, the war about, you know, our father. That's a Basa war about. It means our father in Basa, if you don't know. If you've been reading the Bible, that's Basa you've been speaking when you say about. So, though this is as such as possible, contextual, I say, okay, by, by the Basa for a minute to throw some, we just went through all of this. So, this tells you that the ancient the ancient root of the Basa language is way back to 500 BC so it's important to know who you are so I've been on this journey knowing who am I I'm following and learning about my ancestors those people who came before us who came before me following the history of the Basa people and just amazed me how resilience our ancestors were they were leaders they were politicians they were kings they were queens they conquered empires they built empires if you even go deep down like i said in the enlightenment movement we need to understand our our total story if you ask most of us we will say liberia was why called the green coast no the Grand Coast, let me give you a historical fact about the Grand Coast. The Grand Coast was the entire River Sea Basa region, Edana, uh, Grand Basa. That whole region was the Grand Coast. And the reason we call it Grand Coast because our people were, they were great in agriculture. They were very, very dynamic when it comes to agriculture. So that whole Basa region. After they migrated from the Ambassa Empire, when they came, when they took over that area, they, they resilient people. They started farming. They started doing everything necessary. They formed their own government. And they were the first people that even started doing trade with the Europeans. As we even go through Liberia and the state, Liberia and its transatlantic slave, which I will discuss maybe in maybe in the next uh, after another one or two series which i will discuss the Basa people and their people we were engaged into trade of food to the europeans we were feeding the europeans you don't believe it we we're feeding the europeans even down to the americans we we're feeding them we we're trading food that's why the green coast that was one of the even deeper route when they saw how our people were great, they were resilient, they were 
Master man farmers, they started kidnapping them and bringing them to the Americas and Europe for farming, for plantation. Then our agriculture sector dropped back in the 1400s. Our, so the Basapa are very resilient people. Until you don't know who you are, then you would just leverage and do not know where to go. But the, the more I keep studying about our ancestors, the more empowered I am. Though the story of slavery is hurtful and dehumanizing, but I still see the resilience in my people. The Basso people. We started trading before a lot of people. The slavery and the Basso people of Liberia. It's, this is this could be another whole one hour discussion. This could be something that we could talk about for hours and just expanding when it comes to uh, slavery and the Basa people, you know, the slave, the, the Basa people of Liberia and slavery. More than 33,910 Basa people were taken from Liberia into slavery. So, one of the historical facts our, our villages and after our people migrated to what is called Nanua, West Africa, they spread throughout the group that came to you know to to what is called liberia now it was not very huge but they were still influential people so when they pick up the slave trade movement which we're going to talk about and we're going to list the different different tribes in liberia that were taken into slavery you know more than hundred thousand two three more than hundred thousand liberians were enslaved one, more than one hundred thousand liberians were enslaved and, we, and, and we're going to separate them between, you know, the different, different tribes of our people that were enslaved into the Americas. So we need to understand this story. Because if we understand this story, it will be easy for us to be able to look at our faults, our failures, then the whole idea, the ideology that is settled from the formation of our country, you know, you know, native versus conquer and conquer versus native, American Liberian versus uh, native. They, those will be minor things. Even those that came, the name just changed. And who changed the name? It was a white man to distinguish the African they met in Liberia and those African, they were taken from America. So they said to distinguish you between these people, we will call you American Liberians. And the sad thing about it, our people, their mind wasn't that emancipated. Though they were emancipated after Lincoln signed the emancipation, but I want to believe their minds were not emancipated. Their minds were not free. So they agreed for the name to be changed to American Liberians. So that was another division the Caucasian put between the native in Liberia and the American Liberians. The only difference was those were sons of the soul. Those were people who were kidnapped. Some of them were sold by other kings 
in the region and went into slavery and they gave birth so their own generation was like coming back home so it was like coming back home but then the Caucasian man made that distinguish saying you native and you coming from America will call you America Liberians so until we can understand these things and we know that these this nomenclature doesn't matter that we are one people son of the source and daughters of the source of Africa until we can reach to that point to understand our identity who we are until we can reach to that point if we do not it will be difficult for Liberia to rise again and Africa to rise again so that's the reason I'm calling on Liberians to join me in this Liberia Enlightenment movement. Let enlighten our people. Let them understand the full history, our history, our faults, our failures. Because when we lay all these things down, then we can say, but we are one people. Let's come together. Let's build a nation that would be for every one of us each one of us no matter our tribal group no matter which part of the continent we comes from and there we can reach that point it'll be difficult for us to rise again so these are history we are to know As I go to the PowerPoint, I will kind of summarize finding my identity as a Liberian. Then if you go back, I, I mentioned by the 25th dynasty of ancient Egypt. I told you it got basal root. So these were the different different kings that served uh during uh during the uh after the 25th dynasty, you know, between the in the 25th dynasty, the Africans, the black and dark people that 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 brought civilization to this world so if you're out there you want to know that we are great people we triumph our ancestor did it they led kingdoms they were leaders they were leaders they led kingdoms that's how that's how great our ancestors were so we're amazing that I could that I could trace my identity from you know from the ambassador empire you know from from Liberia area the West Africa coast region to the ambassador empire and to ancient Egypt so that's the five traced my root my identity You know, if you see, if you go, if you if you see the different different Basa culture max, you will get to know and you get to understand. If if you look at all the different different max and culture, our people do. You know, our people. You know, if you go down to the hinterland, our people. You know, the the ritual and the things they do. You know, if you get pictures of them, you know, you know, and just just research, uh, just Google. You know, just Google history of the uh, 500 BC, and just compare images. Then you realize that you have contributed 
to this war that you have played major role in this world major role major role that Africa have produced and lived out gave the world a civilization that was never that have never been seen if you even go back you even go back to to Christianity you go back to the church fathers of Christianity Augustine to Tolan who 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 propounded the Trinity from the Bible who who look at the narrative in the Bible and say you know this gotta be you know this gotta be a mystery you know a God with three persons Tolan he was an African and the sad thing about it you sit in a seminary in the north in the western world and none of the professor even mentioned that Tertullian was an African. They would even mention that Augustine, one that the renowned church father, was an African. They wouldn't even mention it. So we got to find our history. We got to dig our history. And we got to tell the world it costs for us to re-narrate our history we are to. I want you to join the Liberia Enlightenment Movement. And I must tell you, our Basa people are very, very resilient people. That's why I'm going to be talking about that side. Our Basa people are very, very resilient people. If I come to what we're going to talk about next Saturday, you know, I, as I said, this is about my story. So I want to continue with my story. Uh, it's mine. I want to continue with my story. I want to be able to share my story with you. I, after doing all my research, I decided to do this, you know, the Accenture DNA to see where my DNA is located. Yeah, I wanted to know where my DNA is located. So, I hope, you know, uh, I'm hoping you can see there, you know, my DNA, Joseph Davis. Uh, my full name is Joseph Cephas E.K. Davis. When my parents gave birth to me, my name was Joseph Cephas Davis. I decided to put a K in my name, which is Kankoya, which is a native name. My late grandfather was Kankoya Davis because I wanted to be a hold of my identity. So, so this is what my DNA, this is what they told me about my DNA. In my DNA, they tell me, they give my result. They say I'm 81 percent. People that share my DNA, 81 percent comes from Malay. That was just like wow. 81 percent of my DNA came from Malay. 15 percent came from Ghana, and one percent came from other regions. So, so it, then it became so interesting. So I'm I'm wondering what are they trying to say? So, if you look at the 81% from the DNA database, it says ethnicity is estimated 81%, but it can range from 52 to 50. So, so for them, the whole region of Malay is the whole region. They consider this whole region of Malay. So, 
it'll be part of Ghana, Liberia, Sierra Leone, Ivory Coast. So you know, so so then you take it back again to the Malay Empire. So so you see the whole region. That's where they say people of my DNA, they they find themselves in a the whole region. So so not just being Liberian. So people of my DNA are in that whole region of Ivory Coast, Ghana, Nigeria, Cameroon, that whole region. So it's evidence that after the Ambassador Empire fell, our forefathers, our ancestors, they migrated to what is known on the west coast of Africa and they spread throughout in the west coast of Africa. So it's evidence that the history is true. It's not just uh, fake news, no, it's real news. So because a DNA had tell me that the whole region, it one person my DNA comes from, that's the region that's the region our forefathers our ancestors migrated to when the ambassador empire fell okay yes another one okay that's that's the other one i'll show you that already you know so it so if i so if i go down to the breakdown you know the ghana 15 percent then it's a benin and togo four percent so as I break down my DNA, it break it down and kind of explain it to me. But the major important point I want you to know, this is a region, people of my DNA, either one person of my DNA comes from this region. Malay, Burkina Faso, Guinea, Sierra Leone, Liberia, and all these regions are region of the Basa people. So those who wrote the history that my ancestors and our ancestors came to the west coast of Africa show they did well that was a great job and here is it I don't know if you look at the map I don't know what you see because if you look at this map imagine imagine what colonization did to Africa and these are things we need to recognize for Africa to rise again and for Liberia to rise again. We gotta find our identity. Look, you, you see here, you're in Liberia and Sierra Leone, you speak English. When you move over to Guinea, you speak French. By then you get to Ghana area here, you you speak in English. Then right over the border from Ghana to Togo, you speak French. Then you get to Benin, it's French. Then from Benin, you get to Nigeria, it's English. There you go, it's English, it's French. It's English and French. So the, the Europeans, the white Europeans, as they colonized this part of Africa, they stole our identity. But we have to be able to research and be able to live out and and enlighten our people about who we are. So all here imagine if 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 our language that was spoken that was created 500 BC, a very Asian language, if if we are continuing to spread it without colonization or or, or demarcation of, of of West Africa, it means the whole region will be speaking one language and the whole region will be using one currency so imagine if this whole region is using one currency that's an economic explosion 
We can get in car, we can cross. You can just drive about a couple of, uh, maybe an hour or two, you're in Guinea from, 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 from Nima. About 30 minutes, you're in Guinea. And when you, uh, by bombing area, it just take you another 30, 45 minutes, you're in uh, Sierra Leone. But by the time you get to Sierra Leone, you can't even use a Liberian dollar. You got to get a US dollar and change it to another currency. So the enlightenment movement, it's not just, you know, it's not just about Liberia. You know, uh, the, the former uh, uh, ambassador for the Africa Union, I forget your name, a female from Kenya, she 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 been on this whole path of of enlightening the whole of Africa. For me, I want to start from whom? I want to start from Liberia. But as I talk about Liberia, I will be able to project the message to my other African brothers and sisters. So imagine, just recently, the like the the, uh, the West Africa, the, the ECOWAS, they came up with this currency, and now other countries are backing off and using the currency. Now why are they backing up? Because the white Europeans has putting pressure on them not to accept the currency. Because here we say, if the if we if if, if West Africa accept the echo currency, imagine the economic explosion are going to happen in the west in the west african coast so it may be reasonable from liberia can just drive to nigeria and just buy things with the same currency so th there will be no need of us needing the u.s dollar or the euro to change it no we, we, we don't have a need for it so then the u.s dollar currency will start to drop then west africa will start to explore because if you start to explore in productions and and your, econ your economy starts to boom you start to gain power your economy bring power. Why you think the European Union are, are not so powerful? People talking about you. Got, you don't have to speak the same language. I've been to sixteen countries in Europe, and all the countries in the European Union they use a euro. That's that's the reason the euro is powerful. But before then, all these countries had their own money. But they reached that point to say, no, let's use one currency. So it's our prayer as we get as many enlightened people, Liberians, Africans, we can see the day that the entire West Africa will be using one currency. And the day that the entire continent of Africa will be using one currency. We don't need borders. Just the way they get the European Union, we need an African Union that will drive through borders without asking for passport and visa but it takes enlightened people to do it it takes study it takes research it takes you knowing who you are knowing your identity and what your generation is capable of the people before you what they did That's why it take. As I said, our people, they were very, very resilient. They were very, very resilient, the Basa people. If you don't know, in the 1800s, um, uh, 1830s, I think like 1837, in the 1800s, in, in the early 1820s, uh, maybe my next show, the last show that I had, I, I, I posted it then. In the formation of Liberia, 
when uh, when the uh, the um, the uh, Americans are uh, just one minute. I need I need I need to get that. I need to get that because I want for you to see the full. I want to see. I want for you to see what I'm saying. The resilience of the Basa people. Uh, how we are. What we've been doing. Uh, I don't want to see the resilience of our people. Yep. Yeah? I just want for you to see the resilience of our people. What we've been doing. Uh, here is it. Um, this is what I want to say. The formation of Liberia and the failure. Okay. On December 15, 1821, a day and a chief. So the negotiation at the time when the ACS wanted to get a piece of land called Cape Maserado in Liberia. You know who are the chiefs? They were day and Basa. So so as you go deep into the into the Basa chief was the tough negotiator in that process. So we are very, very resilient, but we are tough negotiator. But see what happened. A day in Basashi are in a negotiation with Dr. Ella Aries of the ACS for the purchase of a small island of Cape Mesorado, Duco, to resettle free slaves to Africa. The negotiation was intense. Same for two kings, eight who be no, but on Christmas Eve. So imagine. The bastard chief dragged with these uh, Caucasian male from the 15th. So that 10 days negotiation. So see how your people are resilient, the bastard people. 10 days negotiation. Nine days. And what happened? They couldn't come to a result. And, and what did the guy do? Lieutenant Robert Stockton of the USS Alligator put a pistol to the head. Of the bastard chief, and they conceded to selling the land. Yep. And they conceded to selling the land. We're resilient people. So the idea, the other myth that's in like, oh, the bastard people sell the land for small fish. That's crazy. That's not us. We negotiated the sale, the sale of the land. We led a negotiation. And for us, it was going to be a no. Our ancestors, it was going to be a no. For the bastard chief, it was going to be a no. It was going to be a no. From the record, from the ACS, from, from, from the Library of Congress, the guy put a gun to the bastard chief head. He put a gun to the bastard chief head to get a yes, to get a piece of land. So as we go deep into, in, into knowing Liberia, because the piece of land that was sold, it was Cape Maserado. Not knowing when our sister made that deal with, with the Americans for that, for, for that little island, not knew at the end of the day, they were going to take all of their land, which is called Liberia today. But the actual land that was purchased for, that was Cape Maserado, that very, very small piece of land. That what was purchased. That's how sad it is. But our people are resilient and they were great negotiator. So if you're a bastard man out there in Liberia, if somebody takes it, you sold your land for small fish, that's a lie. We had a negotiation when the ACS wanted to purchase a land. And we were not going to allow it. In Cameroon, 
the Basa people were resilient to colonization. We refused colonization. And the French, the Dutch, they fought us, our ancestors. And because they were more, they are more powerful, they overcame our ancestors. The Basa poor Cameroon. You go to the Basa poor Nigeria. Our people fought our poor resilience people. Everywhere they went, they built kingdoms. So overall, you know, I'm proud to be son of the Basa tribe. Don't want to go to Liberia, you know, with my root of from the Ambassador Empire, my root of my ancestors being slaves, with my Davis name, you know. They come in, they, you know, oh, the Congo boss in here. No, 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 no. That was just a nomenclature created to cause division among us. This from my ancestors. Some came from slave ships. And some still remain native of the land. That's evidence. Still remain natives of the land. Still remain native of the land. That's evidence. That's the evidence that we are one people. We shouldn't allow nomenclature to devise us. So next week, next week, I'm hoping to be on the same invitation to two people today, and I'm, I'm hoping they can, you know, get ready and be able to join me for us to dialogue. Next week on Darkina Come, Liberia history. What do we know? What is missing? Next week, I'm hoping to get two guests here for us to dialogue. What do we know about our history and what is missing? Because the formation and foundation of enlightenment, the, the formation of enlightenment is for us to be able to know who we are. We have to know our identity. We have to know our history. So as I dive into the enlightenment of, of the, the Liberian enlightenment, enlightenment uh, series i want to bring two you know of my fellow liberians for us to dialogue liberia history what do we know what is missing and we're just gonna we're just gonna brainstorm we're gonna dialogue yeah we're gonna dialogue and brainstorm and hope we can be able to come all to all the different different things that we know and we do not know then the next Topic in our series will be Liberia and the slave trade. Because we got to understand Liberia and the slave trade. Yeah, if we understand the whole scenario of Liberia and the slave trade, then we move into the formation of Liberia. What went wrong during the formation of Liberia? Then we go into different, different places, different, different government. This is a long series. And it's an enlightenment series. And again, to my audience, I want to say thank you for stopping by. Thank you for stopping by, and I hope to see you again right here, same time at 5 p.m. Central Time on Diakinacom, Church and Society, proclaiming God's kingdom here on earth. I say this in heaven. Thank you for listening.